Good day, everyone. Welcome to the Craft Heads Podcast. This is episode 160 of the podcast that I do with my best friend, where every episode is something different, yet there is something for everyone. Ooh, I, lo- I put a little spin on that, that was one a little today. different that time. Um, today, we have a dedicated topic for our fine listening folk. We have a producer in the room with us, a.k.a. TC, a.k.a. Tara. Hello. <laughs> and of course, I'm joined by always, as always, by my best friend, Alex. So, and, um, oh, wow, that was a real soft sub. <laughs> um, and I like coughed at the same time. So. This is the day of April 7th, two days before my birthday. Alex and Tara are over on a Friday. We are about to go to dinner for my birthday dinner. And um, yeah, we've got a drink for you guys. Or I have a drink for Tara and Alex that they, they've heard me talk about, and we're going to do that. Um, Alex has a couple of shout outs. And like I said, we have this dedicated topic. So let's get into it. Absolutely. Thank you, Tommy. So starting off, we did want to give a shout out. It's been a while. We were just down in um, Naples, Florida for a week. And at the end of the trip, we we flew in and out of Fort Myers. So on the last day when we were there, I want to say it was a Saturday, we wanted to check out a brewery in Fort Myers, you know, by the airport. And we wound up finding a place called Coastal Days. So, and that's D A. Wait a minute. Z E. Yeah, D A Z E. Did you see that, Tommy? No, I didn't. Actually. Okay, I think I that's just what assumed. It was. Yes. No. D A Y Z. I think I remember saying. I was like, I think it should have been D A Z E. But anyways, it's great. That's um, overplayed, honestly, in my opinion. It the D A Z E thing. Yeah. I mean, either one. I, I totally get it. <laughs> but uh, we we had a great time there. I was a very big fan of that brewery. We tried. Most of what they had, I think we got like two of the the flights and, you know, there were quite a few beers on the list. And I just wanted to give a shout out to uh, one of the servers who was helping us, who was Anna. Uh, we had a, a just a great experience. Uh, she was very friendly and just I, I enjoyed telling her about the podcast and everything. She seemed interested. So I wanted to give her a shout out. Thanks very much, Anna, for the great service that day. And I do I do want to give some feedback. Uh, <laughs> Tommy always reminds me it's important to be critical. Uh, I'll start with the bad news. I had one of one of the weirdest slash worst beers I've had. Ooh, yeah, thank you, it, it, thank you for bringing this knowledge to the podcast. You're welcome. Now, here's the thing: I bet you I tried a dozen of their beers. They were all good except for this one. Okay. So I think it's fair. I'm just leading with the bad news. Um, I don't remember exactly what it was called, but it was like a passion fruit lemongrass sour. That kind of sounds up our alley. It does. It didn't taste good. Okay. Uh, it it tasted and smelled like Pez. Mm-hmm. I mean, exactly like Pez. It was really weird. And for anybody who doesn't That's know, chalky what that is. It, yeah, just artificial. Okay. It tasted very artificial. Was not a fan of that. Um, again, we tried a ton of beers though, and liked everything. Uh, I remember one of the ones that uh, stood out to me that was kind of special was the Rye. I think it was a Rye IPA. The, yeah, the the shipwreck rye IPA. It was six point one APV. APV actual pussy value. I'm leaving that in. That's exactly what it was. Six point one of those units, and uh, really solid. So, uh, but I will say that my favorite. I think now it was. I was sunburned into oblivion because I got absolutely wrecked on on the beach a couple days before. And, you know, we're sitting in the shade. It was hot as fuck that day, like high 80s. Actually, I think it was 92 at that point. We're just sitting there next to the street drinking beers under our umbrellas. And uh, their Gulf Coast Gold, 
as I get older and drink more beers and experience, you know, I feel like I have a, a pretty refined palate and I know what's good and what's not and things that I just particularly like. I really appreciate, as you do, Tommy, strong, like when I say strong, I mean very, very high quality, good tasting lagers and pilsners, like mm-hmm. the basics. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're Gulf Coast gold, uh, which is a gold nail. Like it was just incredible, just That's- utterly crushable well that that nailed it I, i'm not gonna go right into it but that's a really good segue into our beers so why don't you wrap up okay and then I, I will we'll definitely wrap it. up so uh overall high marks for coastal days just i, I probably wouldn't do the uh passion fruit lem- lemongrass one again that was not great but everything else was great and service was great uh very uh cool atmosphere too and they had a food truck on premises Damn it, I can't give them a shout out because I don't remember who they were. Was it but, close to the water? Was this or is this kind of inland Fort oh, Myers? My my inland. Fort Okay. Okay, there you go. Tara said inland. My Fort Myers geography sucks. But two other shout outs real quick before I wrap up are to Brian and Angela. Uh, they were sitting at the bar and <laughs> I gave, you know, one of the business cards to Anna, and they I think Brian saw me do that. And I, I, I was I was pretty drunk at this point, and like I think he was tapping me or something, and I literally had no idea. And Tara was like, "Hey, he's trying to get your attention." And I looked to my left, and I was like, "Oh, what's up?" You know, I introduced myself. And he was like, "Can I get one of those?" Or something along those lines. Like he saw that I had uh, the podcast with you, and I told him what it was about, gave him the little you know twenty second elevator spiel, and he actually asked if we made our own beer, which we have not done yet. Damn, he he is dabbling. So. Okay. Um, if there is any, if you have some, you know, success in the future, Brian, or if you want me to, you know, shout out, uh, your particular brand or whatever you wind up doing is brew. Yeah. You know how to get a hold of us. Craftheadspodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, but, um, it was good meeting you, Brian and, and Angela for sure. Cheers to you both. And we'll, we'll move into our, our beer now. Well, along those beverage. lines, um, of you talking about patrons or, fans of the podcast doing brews themselves. I know that a uh, longtime friend, listener, uh, mention on this podcast, Joe, mm-hmm. who owns his own brewery, is planning eventually to do a friend line of beer where he's going to bring in, you know, close friends of his to actual to actually make their own beer. And oh, man. Guide, he's going to guide them along the ways, obviously, and then where the variables come into play. He's going to be like, now do you want to do this, do this, do this? So, so we might make our own beer. Correct. That's, that's what I was trying to get to. Yes, if we do, that'll be a, a very special podcast. Do we want to save that, or do you want to shout him and the brewery out now? I mean, that's probably... We've said it a lot. I mean, yeah, it, it's, Remind everybody that. Yes, this is uh, my friend Joe in Tampa, Florida. His, his brewery's name is Wolfhaven. Uh, W-U-L-F-A-V-E-N. Uh, no H in there, even though it feels like there should be one. Okay, that um, is a special spelling. Yeah, yeah. and it's uh, it, it's there's not a lot of competition in this part of Tampa. It's off of um, Citrus Park. No, I'm sorry, Gun Highway, and um, I don't know if who. I'm sure we have some Tampa folks here that will understand that area. But um, yeah, go check it out. It, he gets a lot of business. He's a fantastic brewer. And makes a lot of really special stuff and always has something new on tap. So you can never uh, be bored of his beer. Mm-hmm. Very nice. I love that, Tommy. Thank you for reminding everybody of that. Because I'm Tara and I are still due to get there. We just we said as soon as we get to Tampa, we will. But we amazingly, we haven't been ta- been to Tampa since they opened. He's going to treat think. you guys real nice when Oof. you go. Yeah. Can't wait, Joe. Thank you, man. Um, so going into the beer for the episode, um, I went to Aruba recently with Claire for a work trip. 
and it was fantastic. We didn't pay for a damn thing. And we won money at the casino, so we came out positive. Oh my god. Which is a, which is an extra Wait, bonus. Wait, it was a on work top. trip? Yes. Is well it was it was a an awards trip. Her oh, okay. her work awarded her for the the work she's done over the year and uh all the executives that w- were there along with the people that won the awards. And so That's terrific. 8 out of 9 meals were paid for and the one meal that wasn't paid for they gave us like $150 stipend. So it was basically paid for. It, Except it was Aruba so it was a little expensive, no doubt. Well, yeah, I don't I don't think we got to that stipend max. So Be- we, Okay. So better we, or worse than the Bahamas? Dude, oh my god, 100 times better. That's okay. where I'm, that's where nice. I'm going. The Aruba is probably my favorite Caribbean country. I'm sorry that I'm. I seem a little surprised right now. I've told so many people about how much more I like Aruba. I must not have told you guys. No, no, I, we haven't talked at all. You were probably secretly si. Uh, what, what's he? Siftpa. Siftpa. Save, save it for the podcast. <laughs> our, our new initialism that we use. Yes, I guess uh, unconsciously was doing that. So yeah, uh, Aruba <laughs> is amazing. Um, it's my favorite country in the Caribbean. The weather is really close to um, the equator. I'm sorry. The 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 location is really close to mm-hmm. the equator, so the weather is always anywhere from like seventy five to ninety, pretty mm-hmm. much seventy to ninety, with a strong breeze. So you got to be careful because you can get fried there, even much more than Fort Myers. You know? Oh my god, so yeah, yeah. You're you're really close to the equator. The sun is super strong, but uh, the weather is perfect. Um, I texted Alex and my dad while I was in Aruba, and said that I had one of the best local beers that I've ever had. It's called Balashi. And I wouldn't have done anything other than send that text until my dad said, bring some home. And guess what? I did. Hell yeah. Alex, Tara, and I are going to drink it on the podcast now. It is, um, I I can't find it at Total Wine. I can't find it anywhere. So I, and I I checked that before we left because we were in the duty-free shop at the airport. And I was just like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to find this anywhere in the States. So I, I brought a 12 pack home. And I just, you guys might not think it's great. And I want you to be honest with me. Okay. It is, it is their Bud Light. It's their local Bud Light, you know. Very much in the headlines today. (laughs) Very true. (laughs) Holy shit. Um, But it's 5%. It's a Pilsner. I am leaving it in the can, even though normally I'm a person that pours it into a glass. Because I think it is best enjoyed out of the can. I've tried both ways. So I want us to all crack this. And I want you to dive straight in with a good chug. Dinos a ta. What? Um, it's not quite Spanish. No. So they speak. They speak a combination of like Dutch, okay, Spanish, and like um, it might even be a little Portuguese. I was going to say Portuguese was going to be my guess, maybe. So like, it was a really weird some language. sort of a. Mi- I didn't understand any of it, but um, is there a word for the 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 language? Is it a separate thing? Um, I'm asking, I, but okay. We producer need, Tara's looking it up. Yeah. We By the way, we some. always say that she's not actually the producer. We just like <laughs> it because she's our she's our in house Roz, like on Fraser. For for those of you who are not familiar, but Tommy, this is this is exciting. Thank you for bringing these back. Um, yeah, that's a no brainer. I'm glad your dad said that because that's like when we brought all that shit back from Hawaii. You know, you, you guys can, you can are always really check good it. about this. So. Oh, <laughs> hope those come through well. Cheers, you guys. Yeah, just what do um, they say there? Even though, oh, I don't know. I just say, even though it's going to make you bloated, give it a good chug and let me know what you think. Well, 
you said it's their Bud Light. It tastes about 1,000 times better than okay, Bud great. Light. I'd like to hear that. Yeah. Uh, it's very it's very good. Well, I, I feel it's like, like it's, you know, knocking, what's Tara always say? Blowing my socks off. She... <laughs> She combines two phrases, but uh, yeah, it's it's very quality shit. Producer Roz yeah. has the answer from Wikipedia. The official languages of the Caribbean island state of Aruba are Papiamento oh, in Dutch, but most Arubans speak a minimum of four languages, including English and Spanish. Oh, um, God, I'm useless. So, uh, okay, Papiamento... Uh, sure yeah because there's i see like pieces of it's a portuguese based creole language spoken in the dutch caribbean what the fuck it is the most widely spoken language on the caribbean abc islands which is aruba bonaire and curacao you know of um what a beautiful statement. When you think about how many different cultures and languages had to come together to create that, that's really cool. Wow. I, that, that sentence just like blew my mind. Very cool. So do you agree with that the beer, it, like you said, not blowing your socks off, but there's something that really, the like the drinkability of it is better than average. Substantially. I think substantially better than yeah. average. And also it's like, because it's a little higher in the alcohol content, 5%, I don't know if I mentioned that, it's got a little bit. That's standard. Uh, yeah, but isn't Bud Light like four point two? Yeah, but that's a that's a light beer. Yeah, like a oh, true. Any standard beer should be about five percent, like a regular beer. And Bud Heavy is five. Yeah, exactly. So, Ish. I just really enjoy it. It's, so, dude, it's I'm it's glad great. I got to share it with I, you guys. <laughs> if if we had a case, we could go through that easily. I also yeah. really like that uh, that cool looking tree. Uh, yeah, it's um. Yeah, I don't know. It's. It's great. It's a good beer, good cans. I'm a huge fan. Thanks for bringing it back. This is um, I I think maybe the top is supposed to look like a hop. The tree. Do you notice? Do you see what I'm Could talking you, about? Yeah, like sideways. I see. What you, if you we'll have to grab this. a picture of this for the episode. Yeah, yeah. B a l a s h i. I do have a picture of um, of me holding the sampler or the flight in. Coastal days, I can throw one of these on top, <laughs> just all over it. There'll yeah, be baloshies all over it. They'll be very confused. It'll be great. That's awesome. I just went on Google Images and typed in Aruba and clicked on images, and there's an image of a windswept tree next to a beach. That's that awesome. Looks just like that. It so may... you said it's windy. Yes. Yeah. So that makes sense. Clearly, what they're going for. Awesome. Um, so last thing it... I wanted to say about Aruba is, um, I had. The best ceviche of my life there. Oh, that's right. Like, Tommy texted me, and he was like, we had a very bro moment where he was just like, oh, Alex, I wish you were here so much right now. Because he 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 and I have a very true, special love of, you know, really top-tier food. And I just know that you knew I would appreciate it as much as you did. Uh, yeah, and... And nobody, well, obviously Claire doesn't drink beer, so she, oh my God, I, I was looking at you spilling beer on yourself and I said, Claire doesn't drink beer. And I meant to say, Claire doesn't eat fish. <laughs> yes, I just spilled it on myself and I hate everything. Brand new sweater from Banana Republic. I'm so glad that this made the the flight journey so it can be mopped off of my <laughs> yeah. sweater. And it, it was like, t- like a 
tenth of an ounce, but still. Those jeans make your package look good, too. Thanks, man. Uh, Banana Republic. I, I got the... BR. I made James get a pair, too, because he tried them on, and he was like, these are perfect. Did you say, like, my, my junk looks great? Well, I grabbed it, and it looked... You know, it, it was a great experience, so I sold him. <laughs> um, All the new listeners are tuning out. Yeah. Well, I'm just trying to talk about fish, and here mm-hmm. we are speaking about balls, mm-hmm. but... um. Yeah, Claire does not like fish. I had the ceviche uh, four times in one meal. Oof! Yeah, they had they they had you know a buff, buffet style. Yeah, for several of our meals, and they had a ceviche section. I went back. We're talking to Claire's like chief HR officer, the CEO, the C- CTO are at our table, and I go back for ceviche four times in front of them, and I was like, I can't stop. It's so good. Hell yeah, dude. Actually, that's funny you should say that, because when we were in Naples, I ate more seafood during that like five to seven day window than I have in a very long time. I just like really took advantage of it, and I was like, this is obviously good shit, very fresh down here, so that was a great trip also. So, um, should we get into our topic? Yes, definitely. Um, Tara is pulling up. We we were kind of chatting about what the topic should be tonight, and I Claire is still working, even though it's five thirty on a Friday. Um, and she, I asked her what the topic should be, and she said, "Why don't you look up weird laws with throughout the United States that are odd, for better or worse." Tara looked up a website and has got a bunch that she's going to share with us. Some of the weirdest ones she found. And Alex and I are going to react. This is a react episode. This is from Good Housekeeping, this article. And it is from 2020, June. So I'm going to assume that they're still here and around. (laughs) So you guys tell me, do you want to go alphabetically? And there's one per state. That's how this is done. Oh, the weirdest law per state? Yes, I think that's how it's done. So... Um, Maybe you guys we, tell me, like you could you could say random states. Let's do that. Okay. Let, let's just first of all let's talk about let, let's start with Georgia since we're a Georgia based podcast and um, we are going and we'll move through the states because we, we can't cover all fifty. But yeah, like, at least uh, how about few. this? Let's do two for Georgia. Uh, let's do ten total. Okay. And Tommy, uh, you and I are going to pick randomly, going back and forth, and Tara will will tell us. That sounds good. So. Tara, we're starting with Georgia. Okay, starting with Georgia. In Georgia, it's <laughs> illegal to live on a boat for more than 30 days. What the fuck? What, so, so all you houseboat peeps, you gotta you gotta leave for a day. I'm you know, already upset about this. Let's quit. Let's stop uh, this episode. One, one now. thing I've learned um living in Georgia, it it's not like an Uber freedom loving, like <laughs> personal freedom loving state. It's it's bullshit. I, I I don't like that part. I mean, we're also woefully behind with um Certain substances in here in Georgia. Well, so. that and what are the, are the gun laws okay or what are they? Okay, in the gun Georgia? laws are too free. Okay, I, okay. And, and and look, so you know we're not going to get into a big rabbit hole on this, but I was just talking to a good friend Adam of ours last night. Um, you know, I'm pretty learned on most of the gun laws. You know, around the country, at least have a general idea. And I was explaining to him that you know because a lot of people get gun control mixed up with like to complete ban on guns and it's like nobody reasonable is asking for that nobody reasonable right. i do want to emphasize that it just means like we should prop we probably should make it a little bit more difficult and like check a few more boxes like can we do some common sense there and i agree with that and i was explaining to him i was like do you realize what the laws are like in georgia and he was like no i don't know anything about this tell me and i was like 
I can go to anybody. You know, t- I used you an example. I said I can go to my best friend Tommy. He can sell me a gun. Uh, I can give him cash, and what we just did is one thousand percent legal, and that's it. Just that's it. You can buy. You can buy and, yeah, can buy no and titles, sell cash. guns all day in Georgia. Now the you know the one exception. I'm sure there there are multiple caveats. Um, I would not be able to, or Tommy would not be able to sell me a gun if I were a convicted felon, if I had a known you know a mental issue or something like that. But I'm not sure how that liability would be on his end if he didn't know those things. But I think the point is you have to know whether or not that person is or is not eligible to own a firearm. But yeah, it's like the the things that should be more lax are not, and the things that are too lax are indeed too lax in my humble opinion well, not, not signing over your registration so i think pennsylvania might have a similar law so whenever i moved down here i didn't bring my pistol my nine millimeter and i gave it to my dad but we went to um you know one of the gun stores or whatever and changed the registration to him and like if you're selling a gun to somebody even if it's a friend change your registration like sign it over to them so that they're the legal firearm owner like on paper because if that's used in a, in the yeah, if a crime is committed with it, like oh my goodness gracious, like so that's just covering cover your ass, CYA. That's one other crazy thing, especially consider this. This is just proof that laws are just inconsistent bullshit everywhere. You have a state like Georgia where everything is like in terms of firearms generally very free, but like in PA, at least last I checked, to get a concealed carry license, you don't even need to get fingerprinted. You literally go to the courthouse, you pay like 50 bucks, and you are good to go. Whereas in Georgia, you have to get fingerprinted. And I'm like, that's not legally, like philosophically consistent. It's just so stupid. But we won't dwell too much on it. Thank you, Tommy. Next state. Who's who's picking the next state? Ooh, uh, let's go Florida. Okay. Just because. (laughs) In Florida... Legal parking fees toward animals must be paid. Towards animals? I don't even know what that means. What's that mean? Legal parking fees toward animals. <laughs> What's that it's mean? It's a, a raccoon's pulling up in some kind so, of like... So, according to this article... Pull up dead. Sound, the, the, they use Jumanji as an example, but... <laughs> it, the, <laughs> Including elephants, camels, and horses. According to Country Living, this law took effect in the 1920s when the Ringling Brothers Circus... Moved nah. its winter show okay. operations to Florida. So they probably, big, large animals that are like as big as an automobile of sorts. Like you got to pay for parking. So that Sh- makes sense. Shout out Sarasota. All right. I'll, I'll do my next one. New Hampshire. Possible future destination. Georgia, Florida, New Hampshire. We had to get them out of the way. Yep. In New Hampshire, it's unlawful to pick up seaweed off the beach no way. This happened in 1970. Full, full stop. stop. In 1973, they outlawed carrying or picking up seaweed off the beach. This says at night. So that's another little caveat. What the it's hell? rumored that in colonial times, seaweed was used as a fertilizer and was thus a hot commodity, which I can actually. Uh, if you get your seaweed or lake weeds from a place that doesn't have like a ton of pesticides leaching into it, that actually is like a thing. That's, that's legit. Huh. So, like so they were used that. in fertilizer. That's that was yeah. The like if you thing. had like a garden plot or something, like you could just go pick up seaweed and then like distribute it like around your garden bed, and yeah. it, it, it leaches. Like it's really, really nutrient dense. So it's a real, it's a real hot commodity, yeah. huh? Well, and it's better than getting manure. Like instead of putting shit, 
like nasty because mm. manure smells horribly. Do but you it's really- use seaweed for your plants, your house plants? I have nowhere to get seaweed. Alex brought me seaweed for fresh. a treat. No, fresh, fresh. Not <laughs> okay. like not the dehydrated kind you get at the grocery store. Seaweed, by the way, another hot topic. <laughs> if if just to learn about it, people Google there it is slash was. I don't know like if it has reached its destination or whatever. But there was a mass of sea, uh, like a contiguous mass of seaweed traveling across the Atlantic Ocean, literally the diameter. Of the United States. What? I swear to God. It's insane. But I mean, like, that can't cause any damage, right? No, it it was just... It actually does cause... One of the problems... So it it kind of serves as like a floating ecosystem for lots of marine life, like fish and shit that are in and out of it. But the problem is it washes up on beaches around, you know, in the area, including in the Caribbean. You, You guys actually could have, and were luckily apparently not very affected, but... There are some beaches in the Caribbean where this shit is stacking up like six feet on the beach. I'm not kidding. <laughs> that and, is and so crazy. Here's a really crazy thing. Again, I'll try. This not is to the spend Atlantic t- Ocean. Yes, okay. like tr- it was traveling from like the Horn of Africa up to Florida. Okay, L- literally. Wow. And um, the, a hurricane's gonna bring in a seaweed-sized America. Uh, yeah, America-sized seaweed. It's crazy. And one of the things is once it like once it washes ashore and rots, it releases hydrogen sulfide, which by the way is what smells so awful coming out of my ass when I fart. <laughs> and it so it basically smells like it smells like rotten eggs. And uh I read some really crazy things about hydrogen sulfide including smelling large amounts of it when you're pregnant. Mm. can be bad for the fetus. Look up everything we say on this podcast, but I, I swear that is a thing. So yeah, we might be out. talking out of our ass. Yeah, it's, it's speaking of, it happens. Um, Tommy, next you're day. up next, yeah. Um, let's go North Carolina, because a future destination for us, possibly. Nice. All right. In North Carolina, <laughs> drunk bingo is unlawful. Who gives a fuck about that one? Apparently, it's illegal in North Carolina to sell or consume any alcoholic beverage in a room while a bingo game is being played. Maybe they just take bingo really fucking serious. And like you seriously, (laughs) and you just can't. Maybe if you have like the one beer and like you get real good at it at predicting. Uh, Next time we go to the Highlands, we're playing bingo. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to go break the law on purpose. Matter of principle. (laughs) In Minecraft. Okay, good. Not in real life. Good, good, good. In Minecraft. Um, next state, you know what my next state is. My uh, the other more likely future destination, <gasps> Virginia, West Virginia. Yeah, really putting Tara's thumb to the test here. In West Virginia, hats are banned in theaters. Whoa! Okay. I, suppo- I support this. What? We, I guess. But why do you support it? It's old timey, generally harmless. And oh. uh, by the way, I don't know if it means movie theaters or not, but like I'm picturing people in a, I'm p- picturing people walking into like a performing arts theater of some kind and like an old timey gentleman with a monocle and a chain removing his hat and walking inside. I like it. It is, it is, um, it obstructs people's view. (laughs) So if you're wearing like a baseball cap, that's like tight to your head. I could see like that not being an issue. But if this is like 
again, a lot of these I think are old timey and everyone's just like, well, whatever, this doesn't matter. We're not going to, there's the too ban- much red the, tape to get it. Yeah. Repealed. Or like, we're not going to spend the man hours to sit down and have a meeting to repeal this. It's just a funny, obscure thing. But I think like for Alex, like if you had a monocle and a top hat and a cane and shit, like I'd be pissed off if I got the ticket behind that guy who had, you know, it's, it's compensation issues with his member. So it would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, wearing, Big Hat Logan's hat from Dark Souls. I, I do with that massive thing. I was thinking of like a um from a Fairly Odd Parents uh the the mayor's hats like yes. really yeah. tall and yeah. thin. Dim-a-dome. Yeah, am I Dim-a-dome. am I right in thinking that's who I'm? Yes. Okay. Wow. It's like this nice big pool. White hat that goes off the screen. You never see it. The top of it. Thank you, Tara. Um, for justifying me. Yeah. Um, should we move next, on to the next one? Next next state. <clears throat> Um, we need to do Pennsylvania, right? Oh, good call. Yeah, home state. Well, sort of for you. For you too. <laughs> well, I, I, it's obvious for me oh. and Tara. I was saying like partially for you. In Pennsylvania, you're breaking the law if you pay a psychic. No way. Fortune tellers in the stop again. <laughs> yes, fortune tellers in the Keystone State aren't too psyched about this ban, but it's actually illegal in Pennsylvania to engage in things like fortune telling, tarot card reading, or the like for monetary compensation. What about tips? That's probably how that, they get that. By might it. be the loophole. They, at the end, like, they go, "If you enjoyed your reading today, yeah, we accept we, tips." Or this something is the suggested like that. tip amount. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So interesting. That's uh that's a good one. And also you just as a as a tarot card reader or a fortune teller, you can't live in Pennsylvania. Call me much. now for your free tarot reading. What was her name? Call me now. You guys don't remember that shit? Oh my about? Oh I'm in who? Oh my god. Oh. Google while I think of my next date, Google call me now tarot reading. I promise you more people who are hearing this <laughs> podcast will know what I'm talking about than people who will not. I'm dead serious. <laughs> what did you just say? I, I didn't follow. Miss Cleo? <laughs> yeah, Miss Cleo. Come on. From Big? No. F- literally, it, she was like a, a TV. And, okay, yeah, I should I back up. Unless she was regional, maybe. But she was like a very popular television personality tarot card bullshit. Yes. Yuri Del Harris, a.k.a. Miss Cleo, was an American television personality and actress best known for portraying, obviously, Miss Cleo, a spokeswoman for a psychic pay-per-call minute service called Psychic Readers Network in a series of television commercials that aired from 1997 to 2003. I, I do. I remember the commercials now. Yep. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I feel justified validated. again. Yes. Yes, indeed. Am I up for the next date? I don't know why. I want to know what's going on in Utah. I feel like there's going to be some weird Mormon stuff going on. In Utah, biting is banned in boxing. It's Not a lot, Mormon. It, it's a lot of bees, but also you shouldn't be biting your opponents. That's filthy. I, it, no, it's it's banned in all sanctioned boxing matches. Yeah, right. It's ever since Tyson did it. So. Okay, pick a new state. Um, how about Washington? Not D.C. The state. In Washington, it's illegal to attach a vending machine to a utility pole. I, I support all, that. There's no good reason to do that. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I, I don't think we have any comment. Let's just move on. Tommy, next date. 
That's my comment. Yeah. Um, how about Cali, since it's a big state? And a lot of weird people live there. Mm-hmm. If you live in California, fuck you. <laughs> Take <laughs> just alienate <laughs> all so of our many God. listeners. No, I'm just kidding. I got nothing against Cali's. This is a okay. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. In California, it's illegal to whistle for a lost canary before 7 a.m. So if you lose your bird, you can't whistle until 7 a.m. or after. I stand by my fuck you Californians. <laughs> I, I, I don't need even, to do that. Th- these my are canaries. These are getting so weird to the point where there is nothing to comment on and <laughs> we're just reading them off. Let's. I, I've lost track. Should we do three more? Uh, we have... Uh, technically, we only have one more. Oh, that's... That even, was nine. Even better. Yeah. Um, actually, let's do two for some weird states. Yeah, I agree. What about Arkansas and Mississippi? Yeah. I feel like they're going to have some... Let, we'll do both of those, and then I have one more that okay, I want to Okay, so we'll do in three, too. in other words? Yeah. Okay. Arkansas. In Arkansas, you can't honk your horn near a sandwich shop after 9 p.m. Okay. Damn it. <laughs> Again, moving forward. All right, and then now going to Mississippi. In Mississippi, nutrition labels cannot be enforced. What? Oh, I'm you gonna, can never live there, Alex. I'm going to say this. That sounds about right. That's For also Mississippi. That's a full. Not that you would ever live in Mississippi because mm, I know you, but not even. Um, that's a, a full ban for you now. Yeah, yeah. It, Get out of here. Nutrition labels can't be enforced. What does that even mean? In 2013, lawmakers barred. 2013. They barred towns from enforcing restaurants to include nutrition information or calorie counts on menus. That same bill bans communities from requiring restaurants to limit portion sizes. Dude, that's that's actually kind of messed up. I I hate that. I can't believe that that is recent legislature in, yeah. in the in the big scheme of things and. I'm going to say, hence why we have comments about it. I, I have I have driven through Mississippi before. We we stopped in Biloxi for um, a meal on the way to New Orleans, and then on the way back we stopped at we stopped at a coffee shop. Other than that, I don't intend on spending any other time in in Mississippi. <laughs> Sorry, listeners from Mississippi. Nobody's listening no, from Mississippi. It's on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that's really quiet because the mic was away from him. Yeah, it'll still be there. If you want to get conspiratorial, it's probably big health care keeping the, the damper on the nutrition information. Maybe. Um, my, my, my thoughts were actually, I thought about New Mexico just because that's also a desert state. Mm-hmm. But then we should know what Cal- uh, Colorado is. Yeah. And then, and then. Uh, end it. End it. Done. Ooh, we got a chuckle out of Tara. Here okay. we go. <laughs> Dude, the Balashi out of the can, making us burp. In New Mexico, quote, idiots are banned from voting. <laughs> no, I support it. I do support it. I, what what do you, does that mean? How, yeah, do, how do you define you it? Clarify an idiot. One law in the state of New Mexico, there's a link. A we can put the link to this actual article so people can click to the, whatever the law is prohibits 
idiots quote, can't Google. Idiots, as well as, quote, insane persons convicted of a felonious or infamous crime, un- end quote, from voting. To our knowledge, this crazy law isn't enforced elsewhere, according to this article. This is also for, like, the 1700s and the 1800s yeah. when they were... That, what what's the word uh migrating that way i think most of these i'm sure are most of these laws are not actually enforced kind of like the one that we talked about earlier in in kennesaw which is a city town whatever near atlanta uh technically homeowners within the city limits are required to maintain a firearm i hmm. again it's not enforced that kind of a thing i think that's how a lot of these laws are but with the if you get like if you go way back, I think the term idiot has been kind of dumbed down over time. Like we say it very casually, but it it used to mean like truly like really low IQ. Like the town idiot was, you know, maybe had a, a, a very serious mental issue, you know, like developmentally. So I don't know. All right. The last one. Colorado. Colorado. And this makes this will make sense. In Colorado, it's illegal to keep a couch on your porch. Actually, never living in Colorado for that reason. <laughs> I they're they're going for the optics in Colorado, which again is weird because it's they're um, generally very progressive. Yeah, you could uh, probably Colorado. do something like a futon and be like, "It's not a couch; it's a futon." That's right; it's a futon. <laughs> yeah. Get your shit straight. I think it was because of um, hold on Boulder University. They, uh, Boulder busted the University of Colorado. It's, it kind of makes sense. Frat boys burning couches. so Or frat girls. Who knows? Shout out Deion Sanders, the new coach of Boulder. Oh, really? Yeah. That's, what, a, what an incredibly fun but not all too useful fact to throw in. Anybody that knows anything about college football knows Deion Sanders went to Colorado. So he is, he's, gonna, he's putting Colorado on the map. All right. This is, one, this is my pick. And we can make it the final, but I got I got to do it because you guys are you guys will like this. In Connecticut, a pickle must be able to bounce. Support, support. Thanks for joining. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for the weird laws episode of Craft Dad's podcast. You guys don't want the history. I can fuck you up. <laughs>